Hello everyone, I do hope you're keeping well. Welcome back to Dental Jobs Diaries, episode nine. Uh, I'm delighted to have our new guest on the show today, Dino uh, Lazares, um, who will be talking um, around everything Clyde Monroe. Um, you're, you're laughing because I know we've just had that conversation. <laughs> Go yeah, you got it right the first time, the first two times. <laughs> but it's fine. It's low as it is, but as I said before. There I've had worse. We, we can so it's all good. There's no issues. Um, so today, uh, Dino, you're going to be giving us the uh, the inside scoop um, with Clyde Monroe as a VT trainer. So for the for the you know, for the listeners and everything else, what, what is that? What what's your current role uh, within Clyde Monroe? So within Clyde Monroe, uh, I'm an associate. I'm the principal dentist at Dental Care Perth. But as part of my role here within the practice, I've been a VT trainer for the last uh, 10 years continuously. Uh, and I've been a VT trainer for quite a bit of time before that. Um, when Clyde Monroe took over, when I sold out to Clyde Monroe, uh, we had agreed that I would continue in this role as a, VT, as a VT trainer. And that's what I'm doing just now. So can you can you kind of share an overview of, of Clyde Monroe's commitment uh, and also your commitment to sort of uh, dental education? So um, commitment to education, both myself and Clyde Monroe, um, and I think most dentists really in as VT trainers, we appreciate and we realise that dentistry and your training in dentistry doesn't finish on the day that you get your BDS. In fact, that's when your training really starts. And dentistry changes almost on a day-by-day basis, especially these days with new techniques, new methods, digital, etc. So we need to have that continuing education. And if you put the foundations in early enough, then people that embark on this journey will continue education become second nature to them. It's not a chore. It's not something, oh, God, I have to do it. It's always been part of their routine. So with us VT training, uh, now that particularly with Clyde Monroe, is especially uh, upstairs within my practice, we've got the training center, which is a massive uh, investment and build and commitment from Clyde Monroe. We have uh, eight phantom heads. We've got a lecture theater. We've got a live surgery. So again, we can tap into that um, to train and expose BDPs and new grads to all this new stuff that's coming online. Um, and again, my role within that is to provide support uh, both to Clive Monroe and to my BDPs. But again, within the wider group, um, Clive Monroe, you know, itself has got sort of 70, 80 odd practices. So that's a lot, a lot of dentists. And quite a few of those dentists are BDP trainers. So again, we've got this massive pool of knowledge and experience that we can tap into. And previously, in, previously, you couldn't really access everybody's knowledge. You could not gain from the collective hive, as it were. Now, because everything's built in a house with Clive Monroe, we've got all these practitioners, it all comes under one roof. So I can share my knowledge with ABDP in another practice, in another region. Uh, we can bring all the VDPs to the center here. Uh, we can bring VDP trainers. Um, so yes, yeah, it's, it's a great opportunity. And it all comes from the fact that both myself 
and other VTV trainers have this commitment to further education. And one of the things that Clyde Monroe seems to have bought into, when I had the initial conversation with Jim about selling my practice, um, we were fortunate in as much as the building that I had, we had this massive area upstairs that was begging to have something done with it. And my vision when I first bought into the practice, when I had the practice, was to convert this this area into a training center. Unfortunately, time, money, the usuals prevented me. But Jim saw that vision, understood it, and said, actually, do you know what? This is a really good idea. Let's run with that. So a couple of years down the line, two and a half years down the line, we have this amazing training center uh, that we can all tap into. And that is, I think that is unique to Clyde Monroe. I think it's it's fantastic, you know, to be able to, you know, speak with somebody who's quite passionate about training, such as yourself, mm. but also equally, um, you know, the investment that you know Clyde Monroe put into into training, yeah. But also Jim seeing that vision uh, as mm. well, uh, which is fantastic. Um, so you mentioned you, you sold out to uh, to Clyde Clyde Monroe. Um, yes. How long ago was that? And um, was it was it was it a simple process? And what, what what kind of made you do that? So I sold out to Clyde Monroe. Well, the paperwork, the ink on the paperwork dried in January 2020. I started talking to Clyde Monroe just before the pandemic. Right, okay. Um, and one of the reasons I had sold out to Clyde is I moved my practice from the bog standard Scottish practice, tenement building, two flights of stairs, into this purpose design center that we're in now. And by the time I had done that, that took a lot of energy out of me, took, uh, took a lot out of me physically, mentally, uh, as well as financially. And I was getting to the point where the practice just needed more nurturing. It needed to be carried on. And I was fortunate in as much as Clyde Monroe showed interest. We had the conversation. And again, Jim and I, we both seem to be coming from the same perspective and we both seem to want the same thing for the practice. And it seemed like a no brainer. And um, he saw my vision. He understood the vision that I had for the practice, this training center upstairs. And we kind of clicked and we went through from there. Um, so the initial process, that was quite easy. Subsequent to that, um, the pandemic happened and everything kind of stopped. And again, I kept in contact with Jim and we got things going and yeah, we carried on. They were very supportive throughout the whole period. Um, and then once everybody started back, we just picked up where we left off. The biggest headache that I found was once you decide to sell, it's not like going into a shop and buying something. It's not like going and buying a car. It's not even like taking out a mortgage. The amount of hoops that one has to jump through, due diligence, paperwork, and what have you. I mean, but you're talking a fair amount of money, so people need these things to be done. Um, would I do it again? Probably, yeah, I would actually. I wouldn't not do it. Um, so, yeah, and I've been, I mean, so far, I mean, I've been very happy. Um, and... Clyde and as a group haven't really interfered with the way I run my practice, with the way I run my surgery, with the way I look after my patients. Um, they're very hands-off in that way, but they're hands-on 
in as much as supporting my team, supporting what I need to do. Um, so yeah, so that's been pretty good. That's fantastic to hear. You know, I know we mentioned a moment ago about a, a new program that's been uh, been rolled out. The program uh, being the best uh, foot forward. Uh, could you kind of yeah. go into more detail on that and and what that and what that is and how that helps people? So Best Foot Forward is the program that's been developed with Clyde Monroe um, to continue supporting current VDPs in parallel to the training that they're getting from the regions. So each VT practice, each VDP, um, they have study days that they need to attend. I'll get it later. Uh, that they need to attend regularly. Um, and there's a very structured program. They've got, I think it's 22 training days, 23 training days that they need to attend. Um, and the Best Foot Forward is a program that runs in parallel with that. And what it's doing is it's introducing the VDPs uh, to other methods, other techniques, stuff that they wouldn't ordinarily get exposed to through the VDP program. So it's a complementary program to it. The other advantage that I think it gives is each region, there's 10 or 12 uh, VDPs within each region. So Southeast Scotland, Northeast Scotland, Dundee 1, Dundee 2 schemes, et cetera, uh, plus what they're doing on the West uh, in Scotland. And each group has half a dozen, a dozen VDP trainees, and they tend to stick together within their training groups, which is fine. The best foot forward allows these individual groups to come together again. And again, you've got a bigger exchange of ideas. You've got a bigger collective high. Uh, you've got people to bounce off ideas off of each other. Uh, and I mean, again, it's a way of getting people together. One of the things about dentistry is you can become, even if you're in a big practice, you can become very lonely and isolated. And again, introducing BDPs to this uh, collective training early on in their careers, it means they're more comfortable about being with other people, exchanging ideas and having problems and discussing these problems with somebody else. Because we all have them. Um, but I come from a generation of if you have a bad day, yeah, do you know what? Bottle it up, box it up, move on. Yeah. And that's not healthy for anybody. We know this. So it's all about bringing people together and sharing ideas, sharing information, and much, much more importantly is supporting them because at this stage in the careers, um, depending on how you want to phrase this, but they don't know an awful lot. And that inexperience sometimes shows and sometimes they're afraid to make mistakes. And again, we need to help them, support them, and say, look, it happens. This is why I'm here. This is why I'm your trainer. This is why I can help you. And again, if you have a bad day, if you fluff up a restoration of filling, then you go to your study day, and then you're chatting to your colleagues, or even at the best foot forward, you're chatting to your colleagues and say, oh, I did a filling, and it fell out 10 minutes later. And then somebody goes, oh, yeah, that happened to me. Oh, and that happened to me. And you go, actually, do you know what? I'm not the worst dentist in the world. So it's it's a really good thing to bring in people together. The thing that really sort of stands out for me with many of these podcasts that we, we've um, we've done, Dino, is that 
is there's a kind of a recurring theme of, of support um, mm. that you guys, you know, provide your your graduates, your trainers, your dentists, your, you know, and, and it's um, it's fantastic to hear. And then anybody listening to these podcasts will hopefully learn and listen about a company that actually does support people um, and progress their careers as well. I mean, it's um, you know, it's it's you know, it's quite it's quite it's quite reassuring to people listening. I have to say. No, it definitely is. Um, and again, the more people that we get together, the more communication we have about things, the better it is for everybody. Absolutely. It's almost a no-brainer. Um, as both, as you, as you mentioned, as you mentioned earlier, as both as a dentist um, and as a uh, as a VT, um, how has your experience been working with with, with VT students within Clive Monroe? So varied. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can see you. Um, so <laughs> I'll try to be diplomatic. It's like everything else. Um, in terms of the individuals that I have had the privilege of training, there's been a huge variety in their skill set, in their personalities, in their abilities. And when you go to the first round of interviews, it's very difficult to judge what you're going to get. You get a gut feeling about somebody, but until they start working with you, you just don't know. I've been fortunate in the vast majority of my VDPs. I've been, they've been really good. We've gotten on like a house on fire. Um, my interview techniques is probably a little bit unorthodox because I very rarely ask questions or don't focus an awful lot on the clinical abilities and the clinical problem solving set i want to know if you and i will get on and that's what i base my interviews on and as i say that seems to have worked reasonably well for me over the last 10 or so years um every now and again you do get the odd hiccup but again that's part and parcel of it i mean we're human beings and uh yeah most of the time you get on fine and every now and again as I say, you have issues, but you deal with them. Um, and there's support there both from the VT trainers, um, officially from the advisors through NES Scotland, etc. but also within Clyde. Um, there's, a, there's a group of people that you can go to and discuss issues. Again, there's experienced clinicians there. There's people who've been there, done that, got the T-shirt. Um, so... Yeah, I don't think there is a problem that hasn't been experienced by somebody somewhere within the group that you can pick up the phone to and have that conversation and say, oh, by the way, I've had this, I've seen this, I've done this, or my VTP has done this. How do I move forward? And yeah, it's, uh, it's been good. That's great to hear. I mean, listen, I think having that network of professionals to go to, um, I would imagine mm -hmm. You know, you had your practice on your own. It was probably sometimes a little bit, I think we've touched on this, um, it can be isolating at times to mm -hmm. turn to in terms of advice on situations you've not been in before. So just having that kind of support structure again is um, is probably, you know, really beneficial for you. Um, what would you say is the... Yeah, oh, it makes a huge difference. Ma mass massive difference. Um, and I'm sure yeah. you know, people, you know, listening to this podcast will be, you know, maybe considering um you know those, those kinds of options in the future um what is the most rewarding part of your uh, 
of your of your job? Do you know what what, what are the what are the things that excites you and gets you out of bed in the morning? Um, with regards to the VTV training, is the fact that I want to create a mini me. <laughs> <laughs> That's you. <laughs> yeah, uh, don't tell my VTVs that. No, um, with regards to VT training, I like the idea of being able to pass on my 30 odd years worth of knowledge and experience to somebody else. Um, I like the interaction that I have with them because you can see they have a thirst for knowledge uh, and they engage. Uh, so that's why I've been doing VDT for, as I say, 10 odd years. This is one likely to continue with VDP training going forward. So I like that aspect of it. Within dentistry, what gets me up in the morning is I like the variety of things. And, um, but I just like the interaction I have with my patients. Again, I'm fortunate because I've been in this practice for the last 25 odd years. So the patients that I've had, I've been looking after them for 25 years. You've seen them. I've grown with them. They've grown with me. I've seen the successes in their lives. I've seen the problems, the ups and the downs. And you become part of that. And you, I, you kind of feel privileged that you're being part of somebody's life. And I know it sounds a bit corny and a bit cliche, but, yeah, I mean, I just, I just love my patients. I mean, I have patients, they come in now. And I'm seeing grandchildren of patients. God, I'm getting old. I'm seeing grandchildren of the patients that I've been seeing. Um, so, yeah, it's lovely. And uh, the amount of chocolates I get on, the sweets I get off my patients is amazing. I love it. <laughs> That's what gets me out of bed. To get everything else, boxes of roses and quality street, I'm up for that. But, you know, you, you're building relationships and you've been building relationships for exactly. five years. So, uh, again, it's... Um, it's it's endearing to hear, you know, it really is. Mm. Um, so, so all credit um, and, you know, being able to provide all your experience, you know, must yeah. be, must be excellent yeah. as well. But we are lucky as dentists because we get to see our patients very, very frequently. And unlike GDPs, sorry, GMPs, doctors who see their patients irregularly or when they do see them, their patients are quite unwell and they're needing something. I see my patients six monthly, whether they're well or not. So you have that opportunity to develop a rapport, to develop relationships, get to know them, get to understand them. And that does make your job a lot easier as time goes on looking after these people because they come to trust you, they trust your judgment. And yeah, it's so much, so much easier when you've got that. And this is one of the things that young dentists and inexperienced dentists and VDPs seem to struggle with because they're seeing a patient once or twice a year. So they don't have an awful lot of time to develop that rapport. So it's quite difficult for them. But again, because if they're in a practice where that's been a very long time and they see the other patients, that starts to rub off and they know, oh, okay, there is light at the end of the tunnel. Um, so I will be able to uh, develop a relationship with my patients. Uh, because Dino's done it and if Dino can do it anybody can so it's fine that's great great to hear what advice would you give aspiring dentists considering Clyde Munro um, for their VT year um, definitely do it 
Um, I can think of no reason why you wouldn't want to. Uh, it makes sense. As I said, you've got the collective high, you've got a big group of people. Um, and not to put too fine a point in it, you've actually got a group of people who give a shit about looking after you as an individual. Um, so that's, that's the biggest, biggest thing I would say about it. Um, yeah, the supportive, good bunch of people to work with, ethical, conscientious. Um, if I hadn't, if I didn't feel so positive about Clyde Monroe as a group, I would never have sold out to them. Um, because that was also important to me. I didn't just want to be yet another practice yeah. in somebody's massive portfolio, which is what can happen with other groups and cooperatives. Um, so, yeah, that's... Uh, I wouldn't hesitate to go and do my VDP within a Clyburn Road group. Uh, Dino, it's, it's great to hear, but obviously they're your patients as well that you've built up over a number of years. So you want to make sure that you know they're, they're being supported as well with, with all the right infrastructure. Uh, and as we know, you know AI is, uh, and digital industry is, is, is coming on very, very quick as well. Um, oh, God, yeah, tell me about it. I know we've not touched on that, but um, yeah, I mean, that must be uh, unbelievable to see you know, customers that, you know, have now been introduced to this technology that's there mm-hmm. that wasn't there 10 years ago. And, and obviously you guys have had oh, to I know it's... get yourself trained and, and developed on those. I mean, digital dentistry has transformed and is transforming dentistry almost on a daily basis. Um, when I first qualified, digital dentistry wasn't even a concept. Uh, it wasn't even spoken about. Um, in hushed tones like implants were. I mean, when I qualified, implants were just about becoming, it was something that people spoke about, but oh, yeah, you don't want to do that. It's too expensive, too complicated. But now implants are almost all daily practice for me. And I don't even think about it. And it's similar with digital dentistry. I mean, I first jumped on the digital dental bandwagon. Um, I've been here seven probably coming up to about 10 years ago and the way it's changed in that period of time it's incredible what we're doing and what i can do with digital it's it's mind-boggling and we haven't even scratched the surface of what can be done and i think as more materials come in line both with 3d printing 3d imaging it's yeah i mean it's it's nuts um and what we can produce and what we can deliver to our patients is, yeah, I mean, words fail me. That's uh, fantastic. It really is. I mean, I remember uh, I was having a podcast with Callum a couple of months ago, and I think oh, we, had, we had a bit of a chuckle towards the end because uh, he said, um, when I you know, said that we're welcome back, welcome back, uh, you're on the show in a couple of months' time. He says it'll probably be me and my robot, Lewis. Uh, the way, uh, the way, <laughs> so. Uh, but yeah, you know, you, you be quite, but um, but yeah, it's uh, it's 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 fantastic. I mean, I'll be honest. I mean, you know, lots of people have said, you know, going in and you know having their having their mouse screen, etc., seeing it on large screen. It's like wow, blimey! Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, um, it's phenomenal, uh, and all credit to the industry for uh, for pushing those uh, boundaries, but. But Dino, it's been it's been great hearing uh, your passion um, and obviously all of your experience. 
uh, and obviously what you have to offer, you know, new VTs, because uh, that's going to be incredibly important throughout 2024 uh, as, as obviously more people come in. Um, but yeah, it's been absolutely great having you on the show. Um, obviously, apologies for uh, getting your, your, your surname wrong. Nah, no, not at all. Right at the beginning. Um, but yeah, that, that, you that, did. That's... You did. I think I think it was a pressure. Yeah, I think <laughs> pressure got to you. Yeah, I mean, um, it's. Uh, I, I'm one of these guys. If you tell me something, um, it takes me two or three times. So I should have asked you uh, at least yeah. at least twice. At the beginning. <laughs> but you know, it's been yeah. great having you on the show. Thanks so much for for sharing no, thanks. all of your knowledge and everything else. Um, and I hope you look forward to. Uh, you know, having you back on at some point next year. Thanks so much for coming on. No worries. It's been an absolute pleasure. And yeah, I look forward to coming back on. It'll be a good laugh. Brilliant. Thanks. Give a chance to practice money. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Speak <laughs> <to you. laughs>